0: Hey everybody, it's Charles Marks. I am doing a podcast from inside my car. And um, I just really wanted to say, first of all, thank you uh, for the folks that are listening and subscribing and supporting um, this effort. It is very um, appreciative. Um, The object and the goal is, while I stand at the intersection of a lot of Where our industry uh, meets I I have a vantage point I'm not inside of a bubble I'm not inside of a of a little town a big town you know I I get to see a broad um, section and and can share some things that may be possibly insightful for people and help them in their business and that's really what we want to do Um, talking today to jewelers to pawnbrokers to coin dealers and the subject is secondhand goods the subject is uh, growing in our maturity and finding um, better ways to work with each other and I'm not going to be very politically correct here Um, I'm gonna rip the bandit off and call it like I see it but the pawn broker job is not easy, Mr. Jeweler. Um, sometimes jewelers have a reluctance, um, a hesitation to when it comes to the pawn broker. Um, the pawn broker I have seen um, sometimes feel like the jeweler is super. Overpriced on what they're doing. Um, I just want to say that neither job is easy. Um, we need to respect the fact that each other has chosen what segment of the industry they want to be in where they felt that they could be successful. And we don't have to like or understand uh, each other's area of the industry. Um, we just got to understand that they're a business owner like we are and they're just trying to run their business and do what's in their best interest and you know with that being said and and a a foundation and basis of respect for each other I think there's an opportunity um, that is huge and mutually beneficial so the pawn pawn shop, the pawn broker in most cases, and I can't say this, you know, does not apply across the board everywhere, uh, but the majority of time has the right environment, the right posture to buy low. The problem is they also have the same posture and environment that puts a ceiling on how high they can sell for. The jeweler typically has an environment where they can sell high. The problem for the jeweler is they also are in a situation where they are buying high. And I think you can kind of see where I'm trying to go with this. There's a huge ass gap in between. And guys like me that will get goods from coin dealers and pawnbrokers, um, stores that take in secondhand goods on trade or whatever have you, but due to maybe the size of their town, you know, they can't have those pieces put in the case. A guy will give $200 credit and trade on a ring and run it through the shop and put it in the case for $1200. The same customer comes in, recognizes it, and the jeweler now looks like a criminal on paper. Never mind the fact you had to do 15 prawns and a you know rhodium or whatever. And you're not going to get 1200 for the damn thing anyway. So you know, the customer doesn't understand that. They just feel a negative emotion. And it's not good so the jeweler is reluctant to do that and put those key pieces in their case um i will say that the estate goods the second hand goods is the highest turnover product i get i always uh turn that category of good stronger than anything else when i'm on the road and people are doing well with it it's turning it's selling through um if you put it on a spreadsheet and tracked it, it's the kind of thing David Geller would tell you to buy more of. Okay, and he's not into buying more of anything unless it's turning. So, but what you don't know about each other is this Pawnbroker, you are melting pieces right now, today, this very minute, you have stuff in your melt box that a jeweler will give you double melt for right now i am telling you i'm i've done it okay um jewelers if you can find a relationship with a pawnbroker or a coin dealer you know somebody that gets a lot of secondhand goods um i would say the pawnbroker is probably a better audience Because the coin dealer usually has a higher ceiling on how much they can get for those goods. Now, guys, do not rip me apart. I am generalizing. This is based on what I've seen. You can get more for a secondhand good in an estate case in a coin shop. If the coin shop is, you know, laid out pretty nicely, than you can typically in a pawn shop. Alright, that's all I'm saying here so the need for the pawnbroker the opportunity for the pawnbroker is to get more money for that inventory instead of them settling for melting it which believe me they're making money at melting it they're good with it this isn't this isn't a, a bad thing you know but when they can increase that margin significantly um that's a big deal okay and jeweler you can get these pieces the pieces that you need or want um, at basically half of wholesale and if you're open to that the secondhand wedding set that you can put in an estate case that costs you $700 let's say and you can sell it for $1,500 carat total weight you know mall goods Um, if your competition is strict and has a no secondhand or a state policy, their cost on that same item is going to be 1500 and they're going to get, you know, they're going to go for 2200 on it. I mean, you're going to win. So there's an opportunity here. Um, I think that the, I think that the pawnbroker does not have any idea of the value of the pieces that they're melting. I think they're just assuming that it doesn't sell in their case. It's There's not a market for it. It's getting melted. We're done. We're moving on. And when I go through a guy's melt box and I'm picking out, you know stuff and i'm happy to pay them uh gross weight if there's color in it you know or whatever have you they're shocked they can't believe it i mean they sometimes they're biting the hole in their cheek to not smile you know what i mean but i think i i think i've tried to make the point that we need to work together now how do we do this how does this happen I don't know that the pawnbroker and the jeweler in the same town are really a good fit for each other. If the town's big enough, yes. But if it's one jeweler and one pawnbroker, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I would say that the the forum on uh, Pawn Forum No Rules, Dylan McDermott's group, is great because there are jewelers there that are open-minded. They're not... Um, close-minded to, to an opportunity like this, I think. Um, and I think pawnbrokers, if you start posting pieces, um, especially if you're able to give any kind of, you know, start posting pieces and the guy and the jewelers that start buying from you, see if a groove happens and there's any kind of regularity okay and see if you can develop a relationship but don't be scared to post stuff um put a price of what you want for it and you're gonna be shocked i think you're gonna be shocked i think you're gonna be very happily surprised and you know it doesn't have to be uh gone through the shop and tightened and cleaned and re-tipped and all that shit the jeweler can deal with it they ain't scared at all so just show it what it is and okay are you going to accidentally sell a aquamarine thinking it's a blue topaz and leave money on the table yes you are but you're still going to get more money out of it and repeat business than if you just gave it away to the refiner okay so diamond dealers do this every day they sell color they don't care what's in it they don't know what's in it they don't want to know what's in it they just know they're getting more for it than what they got in it and they're turning their receivables and I think the thing that the jeweler can learn from the pawnbroker is just that the magic of turning your receivables the coin dealer too, actually um, is a great example of this turning the receivables is more important than buying something right you know we can have all kinds of money in our cases and it just sits there but we're in it so right it doesn't matter turning the receivables is the key to this deal Anyway, guys, I hope that I have brought out uh, an opportunity or inspired some discussion or thought. If people have over-the-counter goods that they're tired of melting and want to test the market and see what they can get, you can feel feel more than free to reach out to me directly. But I would also tell you just start posting it, post it on the uh, on the pawn forum channel and people will buy it if they don't buy it melt it that's all i got i appreciate you bye-bye